forever. Dog. Christina is a star, and someone wants her dead. This week on the podcast, Nicole Davidson's fan mail. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And this week we are discussing fan mail by Nicole Davidson. Sent to us by a listener. We did not keep good records of who sent us this book. We're so sorry. Please take Let credit for it. Let us know who you are and then we can give you a shout um, out. Yeah, because we, we enjoyed this book. It yes. was a ride. Quite. It was a ride. <laughs> quite a ride. Um, listen, Christina. Christina, the choices. <laughs> Your choices, choice Christina. Uh, not good. It was basically, look, this book wasn't like balls to the wall, crazy the entire time. Can you believe that all this shit's happening? It was more like slowly watching your friend make like, a really really bad choice and you're like please don't do this please stop making these bad choices stop making these choices do you hear what you're saying christina do you hear the words coming out of your mouth right now do you hear how you sound do you hear how you sound um can i read the back of the book because it's quite funny yes just because it's um, very chaotic and then you die christina shudders (laughs) the grim mask the grim message is scrawled across the script of the horror film in which she stars. Is this someone's idea of a joke? Tomorrow, Christina is playing the death scene. Tomorrow you die. Jagged letters of blood scream from the face of the mirror in Christina's dressing room. Someone has been here. Someone with a sick sense of humor. Tomorrow has come. Death happened in a split second, missing its mark, but leaving Christina to witness the bloody murder. The killer is within striking distance, unseen, unknown, but the message is serious, deadly serious. Today you die. Very chaotic. (laughs) I don't understand the exclamation points. Uh, Like, why are they there? And they're headings. They're they're big, stylized headings. It's first, and then you die. Blah, 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 blah. Tomorrow Tomorrow you die. die. Tomorrow has come. Okay. Today you die. Today you die. Oh. I thought you said tomorrow. Yeah, okay. I thought if tomorrow is okay, yeah. I, guess I didn't know time was, was calm, passing as we today. were reading it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Christina, look, Christina English. She's living the dream life. She's so fucking beautiful. She has this she has dumpy fucking friend, hair. Randy. <laughs> <laughs> the constant. Talk oh. of Randy's plumpness, plumpness and plainness, and pl- she's so plain. uncalled for. Well, because guess uncalled what? She called for has brown hair, Lindsay. She has brown hair, and she is plain. Okay, have you ever Chubby. watched and Stathlet's Flats? Worthless. Watch what? I know it's hard to to understand. Stathlet's <laughs> Flats. Nope. What? Uh, it is a British show, and it's about this guy named Stath who lets flats. And it's a comedy, and it has the woman that plays, um, that's in uh, What We Do in the Shadows. And oh, okay, yeah, it's uh, it's like a British comedy. It, it, it's on HBO now, but um, it, the their dynamic of so she's she plays his sister, and they're like these two Greek immigrant uh, siblings who like work at their dad's um, 
well, she goes to dance college. <laughs> but she like part-time works at the this like flat rental uh like agency. And it's oh it always opens every episode with him like showing someone this like dog shit apartment that's super expensive and him being like, you know, like trying to explain it away or or whatever. It's very funny. Um, but their dynamic is that they both like say like extremely unfunny things and just like laugh and they're just like, oh my God, you're so funny. Like she'll, her whole thing <laughs> is that she makes these like really stupid jokes where she'll be like, like, or she'll just be like one time in, in, um, she's like, uh, in dance college, we went to dance camp and someone pulled down like my friend's pants and we could, or his trousers and we could all see his pants. And then everyone like laughs like really hard. And they're like, that is so funny. And like, that's the dynamic. That was a very long-winded way of me to say that this is, that is the dynamic between Christina and Randy. Mm-hmm. The, the joking where it's like someone says something that's like mildly like wry. Not even that, like not it's even not a noteworthy. Joke. You couldn't say it was a joke. It's just a comment. But it's meant to be a humorous comment. And, and all oh, the peals of laughter. Yeah, and they're just encouraging each other. They're like, stop. So I'm, I wanted to literally read a moment so that way you could understand. <laughs> so this is on page five. And this is, they're discussing, uh, sorry, I just glanced <laughs> at it. They're discussing uh, uh, Christina's acting slash modeling career because Christina's very beautiful and blonde. And her mm-hmm. friend is very dumpy and brown hair. Mm-hmm. Randy. So. Acting is just the most important thing in my life. <laughs> she grinned to let her friend know she was joking. Randy studied her doubtfully. Well, just remember, you already <laughs> have a supermodeling career. I'd chop off both my arms to pose for the cover of Seventeen like you did. That would make a pretty gross cover, Christina pointed out, giggling. Randy laughed along with her. You're too much. the fact that they think you're too much that would make a pretty gross cover and she's like this is too much like christina i'm gonna straight up piss my pants right now if you keep making (laughs) the funniest fucking jokes that i've ever goddamn heard i will say that unfortunately my bar in these books (laughs) what is a funny comment is so very low that when she said that i was like "Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh, that was an actual, I was like impressed by the actual like observation of like, oh, well, that would be, that would be humorous because then you'd be in the like, the worst state in which to model. <laughs> oh, Christina, you and point I, out. I, that so is, I don't want to say that I was like laughing or like thought it was funny. I'm just saying that like the state of these books where friends laugh together over absolutely nothing is such that that line i was like oh that was like an actual like you put a thought together right that one good job christina (laughs) i just think that the reply of you're too much you're too much is unacceptable because here's the thing randy is saying that about herself because christina wasn't adding anything to that she's just saying that would be a pretty gross cover i guess i mean she's being like oh i guess like oh it's literally (laughs) Uh uh-huh I d- you're too much like she's like she's not too much she's it's not too much she's not much of anything barely enough oh and then this part what I did like too is that this writer wants us to know that they know how the industry works oh boy do they know <laughs> Nicole Davidson so 
knows she knows what sides are okay my favorite was the um they don't call them dailies anymore they call Uh, them rushes uh, uh, i was like I was like, do do they? Okay. Do they call them rushes? Was that some, was that a flash sure. in the pan I think in the nineties? I still 90s? hear dailies. I hear dailies. Um, that part, and then this. Okay, this is part of the same scene where they're just like, I guess, because you know they're still reeling from how funny Christina is. And then she's like, "You want to come over and make sandwiches?" <laughs> then, Poor Randy. And then Christina's like. Okay, like the fact that like Christina's like, oh, sorry, I can't make sandwiches at your house because I have to study my sides for my audition. And I don't understand that offer to make sandwiches. Make sandwiches. <laughs> at all. Hey, do you want to come over and make some sandwiches since the <laughs> internet doesn't really exist yet? <laughs> hey, do you want to come over and make some sloppy hoagies at my house? <laughs> we could throw together some meatballs and sauce. Like, I just, she, like, the the portrayal of Randy is so cruel because I, I guess it's just like so dismissive of her. So yes. dismissive. It doesn't say anything particularly biting. It truly just keeps saying how plump and plain she is. Yeah. And by cruel, words. it's just like the certain details that they choose to point out are so like it reminds me of when my mom says something really mean about someone. I'm like, why do you have to point that out about them? You know, it's like that mm-hmm. where it's like, it's like you didn't need to say that. Yeah. You didn't have to say that. Like, you didn't it's have like, to tell me that. It's like, oh, mom, can Randy come over? Oh, you mean that plump girl? What? Yeah. Like, why did you need to? Yeah, I guess. And I that mean, plump the, girl. The, and and that's, the, here's the other thing, right? Like characters can be fat for sure. Right. Like we've seen that in. um, Oh, God. What was that book where the friend was like this? Uh, She was a bigger girl. And the main character was like, damn, she is so beautiful. And like the only reason that guys don't like her is because she like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the hospital one that we like just read a couple weeks ago. Uh, The the Fever by Diane Hill. Yeah. Where she was just like, man, I just wish that like my friend didn't like, you know, she's always taking the temperature of a relationship. And and that's what's. But like there are many times where she was like, wow, she's so beautiful. Like that so i'm not saying you know but the fact that this book also like it was just so cruel like it was very cruel like just a lot of the characters it was like and then his like stomach wobbled all over the place and like you know what i mean yep because this book was very hollywood hollywood Mm -hmm, hollywood mm -hmm. um okay but so she's like you want to come over and make sandwiches (laughs) and then (laughs) and then christina's like no thanks i have to memorize the sides for my audition tomorrow and I I feel like, okay, but this is a missed opportunity for a joke. Because what if Randy was like, sides? What do you mean, mashed potatoes? <laughs> like, what if she said that? <laughs> <laughs> like, mashed potatoes and gravy? <laughs> and she's like, no, silly. The script page is that Marsha faxed to me. <laughs> oh, like mac and cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it doesn't have to be sandwiches. If you want to make some roasted carrots or something, I'd be down for that too. <laughs> Just saying, this if voice, we're gonna, this Randy voice is so heartbreaking. Because <laughs> <laughs> then she's like, "The script page is Marsha faxed to me." Okay, see you tomorrow in school. <laughs> and then this is the other part that, like, 
I think Christina just needs to drop out of school and commit to acting because she does not. She's not interested in school. She doesn't care about school. Randy's having to do friends at school. Double school because Randy Mm -hmm. has a teacher. Yeah, she has no friends at school. Yeah. Um, chubby, plain but brainy president of the honor society, Randy, who helped her with homework and coached her before every test when modeling assignments ate up nearly every minute of Christina's afternoons and weekends. Yep. Yeah. So the state of things. (laughs) you know to randy's credit though she's never jealous or like mean or she's just like oh oh yeah it's great that you're doing this acting thing i really hope the best for your career (laughs) and that's it she's like oh can i come to set and stare at kurt he seems so attractive (laughs) so this randy voice is killing me (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry She's like, she's just so tragic. She's you're so lucky that you get figure. to do a love scene with Kurt. I just, he 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 wouldn't even look twice at a slug like me. And then Christina's like, "Don't be mean to yourself." So Randy's never, she's never like jealous or anything. She's no, Randy's never even a red herring. No, she's just like she's just super supportive of her friend, supportive of her friend, enjoys school, uh, and Steve. believes her friend. On the other hand, oh God, Steve, who is literally Christina's stalker, literally her stalker, stalking her, taking photos of her unseen, obsessed with her, comes up with all of these plans, looks for her at every meet, even though like they don't know each other. They don't know each other. He He insinuates himself at her life at school or at work. And then it just so happens. The moment where Christina picks him out of the yearbook, I was like, what? I know. I was like, don't do this, Christina. Christina. I was like, what are the odds? The odds that she's like, wow, I she's don't like, usually yeah. go for jocks, but this guy seems like he's got something else going on. He's got his own interests. <laughs> like you, Christina, you. Well, which is what she finds so attractive about him is that he is like her. And like he, so Christina is struggling. No, to, I mean his interest is her. Oh, I see. Yeah, his interests <laughs> are wrestling and Christina. And Christina, and that is it. Mm-hmm. But he does want to be a sports therapist. Okay, great. <laughs> so that's something. That is, I mean, great. Um, sure. I mean, it. Luckily, Steve is not insane for no. Christina because she uses him to, as a shield. <laughs> to protect her from whoever is stalking her. And I was like, well, you really lucked out that your actual stalker is a really good guy. Yeah. Well, and because here's the boy problem. has been collecting photos of you. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. It's like, yes, you're so lucky that your stalker is a good guy who has been collecting candid photos of you and knowing all of your like whereabouts at all times and insinuating himself into your work. You're so like... It's so, I could not believe that we were supposed to be shipping them because he's her stalker. Again, these books have broken me and I was. I was like, I hope they end up together. No. I was like, every time I was like. for Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. When the cops were like, it's him. And she's like, no, it's just, what? And they're like, there's pictures all over his locker of you and like all of this like memorabilia of you. And she's like, well, I mean, yeah, that's like not great. (laughs) 
Uh, but, which is what I'm doing as the reader. It's like, well, this doesn't look good. <laughs> but luckily, he's like, not trying to kill you. And we know he, that. And so it's like he's a red herring and yet not. Because the book is making it very clear that Steve is harmless. He's completely harmless. Which is very strange for one of these books. <laughs> Usually yeah. we get... The, this is the opposite of like... Um, yeah, yeah. Of the unforgivable red herring. Because he is not made out to be a red herring at all it's made very clear that this boy who's stalking her is fine like he's so nice he's so respectful (laughs) yeah he saves her multiple times but he is stalking her but we're never meant to think that he it might be him it's It's just harmless stalking you know it's just a crush this is a book that if i had read it at you know 13 or whatever i would have been like Oh I mean, God, I, I guess wish. it's really nice that he like likes her that much. Like, wow. I wish someone liked me that much. Yeah, I wish someone would obsess over me that much. 100%. Because then I would be like, I guess guys that obsess over you and stalk you really just like you a lot. It just means they care. Yeah. But in the world of this book, he is not the killer. I mean, it was pretty obvious who the killer. Like, I was like, I know it's not any of these people that are like very obvious. So it leaves this other person. It wasn't like he was acting in a way that I was like, oh, this is the yeah the guy. But everyone else was just too, it was too much. I feel like the book lied to us. Yeah. About the behavior of the person who it actually was. Because yeah. that scene that John has, so I guess we should do. Yeah, let's do a quick rundown. Yeah. The culprit is a fellow named John. John Mm -hmm. Washington, Mm -hmm. who Christina used to date. So there is a scene where John is eavesdropping on his sister, Beryl. Oh, right. Funniest name. Mm -hmm. Beryl. So his sister, Beryl Washington, also wants to be an actress like Christina. Also auditioned for a part in this movie. And he's overhearing her talk about one of the, the, the only death that actually happens on set, this The director's assistant, Amanda, opened a letter meant for Christina that had been set up to explode, and it blew up in her face and killed her. And Beryl's like, yeah, well, either way, whether it was like, um, whether it was Christina killing Amanda or the letter was meant for Christina, like, uh, hopefully just Christina gets out of there and I get her part. And John's like eavesdropping and watching his sister, and he's like, oh, her blood red nails look like claws. Could she really be so heartless? I'm just. I must warn Christina. And I'm like, so by the end of the book, when it is him, I'm like, what the fuck was that scene? Okay, hold on. I'm going to, I'm re-looking at this. I'm looking at the scene again. Because I reread it afterwards, after the end of the book. I was like, "Uh, excuse me, what was that scene? Okay, so she's talking, she's talking, and she's looking at her nails Uh, Then frowned at them as if dissatisfied with their vivid sheen. They looked to John like an animal's claws, dripping with blood. Uncomfortable with that thought, he shifted his feet. So maybe he's like, you know, doing those like Will Graham. (laughs) Like he's like, "Uh, uh, (laughs) uh." Uh, so then the floorboards creak, blah, blah, blah. He's listening. He runs away. Okay. Um, She's making some very macabre jokes. And okay, yeah. John couldn't tell if she was joking or serious. These days, the more he thought about Beryl and the way she was, the more he worried about her. You'd love to see Christina dead, wouldn't you, dear sister? John thought grimly as he stalked back to his bedroom. Uh, and his mother, she'd be positively overjoyed. 
He threw the book on his bed. La la la. And he just stares at the daffodils outside. Uh, it's it not lying or anything. It's just like, well, then what? Why was he disturbed? Yeah. I guess he just is thinking it. Because it makes it out like he's so afraid for Beryl or something. Right, 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 right. It just, it's it's dancing on the line, I think. Yeah. In my personal opinion. The more he thought about Beryl and the more he worried about her. I mean, maybe he's like, you know what? I think it's okay because, so he's like, the more he's thinking about Beryl and the way she was, the more he worried about her. So then he's like, I'm worried about you. So I want to like, because I know that you need to be an actor. And you're not. And so what I'm going to do is you'd love to see Christina dead, wouldn't you? So, like, I guess I'll kill Christina. Or at least I mean, he's never trying to kill her. It's not a it's not a true like. Right. Lie. It's not not like R.L. Stein. Yeah. But I didn't appreciate it. it. It also didn't feel to me like an artful misdirect. It just felt like an almost lie. Yeah. Uh, I did like that Christina sleeps in a Phantom of the Opera nightshirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is funny. Also, okay, let's talk a little bit about, so Christina um, auditions for this uh, for this role. She flubs the audition, but she has this other prepared monologue from Breakfast Club that she does that just like blows them away. So they decide to have her audition for another part, which turns out to be the lead, and she becomes the lead. Uh, opposite Kurt, who is like this amazing, or she actually thinks he's not that good of an actor, but which I actually liked. <laughs> I liked uh, that. He's very famous. He's like this very up and coming guy, uh, and it's going to be in this uh, 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 horror movie that's directed by Driesling, who's this like director that like if you're in one of his movies, you're probably going to be in like award winning movies after that. So she, they're filming it in her hometown, so she gets to shoot she doesn't have to even travel um and it's this okay this part when so she gets brought in by the director when he makes her tell him the plot of the movie i that get that, that is so <laughs> fucking weird i get that the author is like trying to come up with a way to like artfully tell us what the plot of the movie is. This is so much worse than I feel like any other choice she could have made. It was so... It is so unnatural. It's so unnatural. And it also... I mean, I guess he is really hard to work with and is a douchebag and thinks that he's a genius. So, I mean, it's just weird that he's like, I just want to make sure that my actors really understand the role before they even come on it's like but it makes no sense but you already it's offered like her not the job even really a quiz do you think that she didn't read the script i know he's like quizzing her on the plot of the script that's wild also she's such a baby <laughs> yes like she's so scared of everything like she's scared of this movie that they're watching which does not sound scary at all no and the fact that she's like scared to even be in the movie yeah the okay when she was the part when she was like oh no they're gonna put makeup on me to make me look scary i'm too scared (laughs) i that the fact that you're scared to have makeup put on you is she can't even look at herself after she's so scared right and it's not oh i'm like you know, anxious about having to wear all this makeup for a long time because it'll be really hot or like, 
It's not that. It's no. that she's scared to look she's scary. She's literally scared. Ooh. That's like the level of like my mom thinking that Ed Norton's mean because he played the villain in Italian <laughs> job. Like a hundred percent. It's like she thinks movies are real. Yeah. Are you fucking stupid? You're a fucking you're an actor. actor. You're an actor. You're literally the one bringing this like, oh, God, it, <laughs> I never believed the director as a red herring. And I never no believed way. the assistant Amanda as a red herring either. No way. I mean, especially when her face got blown off. <laughs> no, I didn't believe either of them. Um, I mean, the director was just like a gross, slimy douchebag. And Amanda was just like, you know, this, I'm going to protect my role as like the assistant to this director. Um, but I was, I felt bad for Christina. Christina, yeah. I felt bad for Christina. Um, and this kind of felt real to me of like her male co-star is being just like such a fucking douchebag and like hitting on her. And when she's like, he is terrible. He's actively terrible. Um, the part that didn't feel real was him being like, you say no to me. I'm going to like, he wouldn't I'm say that make your life miserable. Yeah. He wouldn't say that. He would just do it. Mm hmm. Because we've all been there, you know, and, and and that part felt really real to me. And then when she has to do this like love scene with him and he keeps like getting fresh with her, like outside of like what is what they this is why we have intimacy coordinators now. Like mm -hmm. and and so he like tries to and oh, that part when they're in the car together and un underneath where the camera. So the, it's not on in frame. So you can't see it. He keeps grabbing her leg and she's like, can you please not? not? Yeah. And the director's like, oh, come on. You need to just act and like let it happen. Like that shit. I was like. Really gross. Really gross. And also like she's seen as a problem because she like she's seen as hard to work with because she won't like enable this narcissist. Mm -hmm. And that felt very real. So I, I was like that actually, Nicole Davidson, you did a pretty good job. Doing that mm -hmm. part. Um, I felt really bad for Christina there. Yeah. But don't worry. She brings her stalker, Steve, to pose as her boyfriend. And he's like, well, maybe we can like hold hands to <laughs> trick them into thinking we're dating. And she's like, oh, my God, yeah. Oh, because, okay, you, you mentioned this before. The way that she even. So. so she's like, oh, I have this love scene tomorrow with Kurt and I hate him. I'm so disgusted by him. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to picture another boy, but I can't just picture any boy because I need a visual representation. So I'm going to look at my yearbook and I'm going to pick a random boy. And this one, oh my God, he's so athletic looking and stalker looking. And I like that about him. <laughs> and I appreciate that. And it just so happens to be fucking Steve, who is her stalker. And so she imagines her stalker, which I feel like maybe the book was trying to be like, see, they were both stalking each other. But yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's one thing to like like think about someone and imagine them. And another to follow them taking photos <laughs> of them. And like go to their place of work and try and figure out a way to like get in there and pretend that you left something there so that way you can get on get onto set and like see them and be around them. Yeah, and then knock on their trailer plotting. door. And also, this is the moment where like it was sort of acting like it was gonna red herring Steve. 
mm-hmm. is when he was like filled with rage because like, why wouldn't she just give him a chance? But then that <laughs> yeah. stops so Which doesn't make once sense they to are me. actually talking. It doesn't make sense. No. You know what? This is pre the Netflix show you. Very true. It is very and, pre that. <laughs> and it shows. <laughs> you know what? This is pre you and it shows. It shows. Um, but so she she gets this acting job. She's uh she also like keeps coming back to her trailer and being like, hmm, someone's been in here. And then like looking at her uh script, she's like, eee, someone wrote something scary on my script. Or she's like, Ooh, someone did scary things on my mirror. <laughs> Ooh, someone exploded my the, dire- the director's assistant. No, oh, so scary. <laughs> that one um, is scary. That one is scary. She does have a right that's to be fair. scared after that's fair. literally watching a woman explode. Explode. <laughs> she has like it ramps up pretty big. It's like scary letters. It's like, oh no, a scary message on my answering machine. Oh yeah. No. There's a bookmark where I die in the script. Oh my god. Oh no, someone wrote tomorrow you die on my mirror. Oh no, Amanda exploded. <laughs> and like she sees her like meat face and like hands blown off just plomp onto the ground and she's like Ooh. And it's like that's fair. And then that's Randy fair. shows up yeah, and is like should Did be someone scared. make lasagna? <laughs> Where are those sides I heard so much about? <laughs> no, Randy shows up and she's like, I believe you. And Christine, Christina's like, thank you. Now hurry off back to school where you belong and I'll stay here on set where I belong. <laughs> now you hurry to the backgrounds. <laughs> yeah, because background we can't have background. you on page and too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and that happens because Aunt Amanda is opening everyone's mail because she wants to make sure that nobody is like talking shit about Driesling. Which does not make any sense. No. Why would she be opening Christina's mail? No. Explain yourself, Amanda. Also, they're Sorry shooting to victim blame, but Yeah. And they're also shooting like on location at a castle. Mm-hmm. So we've got another North American castle. Just like our favorite movie, a castle for Christmas. Oh yeah. Patreon.com slash teen creeps. Although that one is not not about a American castle, it's about an American in a castle, (laughs) in a Scottish castle, in a Scottish castle. Yeah, so they are actually shooting on location. Yeah, which happens to be in the town that Christina grew up in, which is why she gets the role for some reason. Yeah, for some reason they want to hire a local. (laughs) Yeah, local unknown talent Mm -hmm. for this. Which that is the other whatever. That is the other whatever. I mean, it's it's <laughs> not worth. It's just not worth it. It's no, Kelly. Say what you were gonna say. I just Share feel like, look, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I guess talent can come from where anywhere, mm-hmm. but I don't think you should limit yourself to the town that you're shooting in. Like, I don't think you should be like, we are definitely gonna get somebody from this town. Well, not just like shouldn't, but like why at all? Why would you? Why is it all? Why not someone as famous as Kurt? Yeah. Why not a Brat Pack actress? Oh, yeah, because they keep calling him a Brat Pack actor. Which is very funny. It is. It really dates the book. It does. Because let's see, this book, 1993. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. He's like an old, he's getting older. Yeah. But he's totally disgusting. He keeps trying to like kiss yeah, on her really and touch her. And bad. We don't like him at all ever. He doesn't die, does he? Uh, no, he doesn't. He has very little to do with it after Steve's <laughs> yeah. on the scene. Because apparently he does just like really respect relationships. Yeah. And like once he found out that she said no because she was in a committed relationship, which she was not, um, he just is like so respectful of that, which makes perfect sense for a predator to do. Yep. Stupid. Well, I guess he like respects Fucking another stupid. man's property as opposed uh, to a woman's autonomy. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't want to. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to like, I don't want to step on my friend's uh yeah. Oh, sorry, bro. Didn't realize she's taken. Yeah. It's very bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but so then there's like a series of like chases and fights that happen in a castle, which I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't know existed until we were there. Um I did, but like um once we are there, it's confusing to me. Oh, because it's very labyrinthine and there's a lot of running around and hiding behind cabinets and and crouching behind in, in alcoves and, and, and running up and down and around and, <laughs> and all every which way. And there's candles. Oh, wait, but then some people don't have candles. And then there's like screaming down the halls and darting all around and Mr. X and all this stuff. That was the other part. Like I did get confused, like with the physics of the scene when she was like, huh. I'm running from the killer. And she like runs into this room and she's like, <laughs> she's like, I can't possibly hide under the bed. And she's like, I can't possibly hide inside of the armoire. And then she sees this alco alcove and she's, and she's like, ah, yes, I will hide behind this dresser drawer that's in the alcove. So then she scoots it forward. And so I was like, okay. So I guess she's just like standing behind this thing. And then it was like, and then she saw a pair of beat up Reeboks right next to her face. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then it turned out she was laying down. So that part, I was really confused about Yep, that. And just where anybody was. Oh, right. Steve is on the lam because the police think that he did it because he's a stalker. So he's been like hiding in different places. So like one of the places he hid in was her um trailer and then the other place he was hiding was the castle <laughs> and i love how quickly her suspicion of him evaporates when she's like like he finds her and she's like ah you've been the killer all along and he's like no i've been hiding here from the police and she's like okay it's <laughs> <laughs> so like all right oh okay well there goes that scare yeah <laughs> But then he has the prop gun, remember? Mm -hmm. And he like squibs himself. Yes, he does. He, he pulls a Darren Brown on himself and uh, fake fakes his own death. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Have you mm -hmm. watched that thing yet? The immigrant thing, the Darren no, Brown, what? the sacrifice. What? Oh my god! I've talked about this on the show. About. I've talked about this on the show, oh. and I've screamed about how everyone needs to watch it. It's Darren Brown, the guy that does like. Just like mind tricks on people. Oh, that guy. I don't know why I can't keep that guy's uh, name in my head. Because it's a it very does not boring stick. name. I guess so. Darren Brown, mm -hmm. Dan Brown. Dan Brown, Illuminati. Illuminati, <laughs> Da Vinci Code. <laughs> have you read the Da Vinci Code? Yes, I have. It's 
It's really bad. It's very bad. I was figuring out all of the clues. You know why people like my dad liked the Da Vinci Code? Why? Because it because lets them they got believe. To figure out the clues. Yeah, it lets them believe that they can do this kind of shit. And it's yeah. like I, I hate to tell you, man. I hate to tell you, but like, if you, you really cannot. were like doing Illuminati shit, like you wouldn't be able to figure that stuff out. Nope. Like, I'm a fucking genius. Yeah. I know where all the clues that probably are. is why it's like. Yeah. If it was really hard, then we would just be like, huh? Yeah. But otherwise, people are like, oh, I figured out the clues. I'm so smart. I could be, I could be Tom Hanks's character. Right. Although Tom I Hanks's did, name? I have complained about this before, about figuring out before, and other people didn't. That you complained that you figured it out? Yeah. And other people hadn't figured it out. Uh, I'm like, smart people. Well, here's it's like, but what also not say. not everybody is actually trying to. Yeah, they're, they're just enjoying. Other the story. people are just like enjoying what they're doing, <laughs> <laughs> or just but, like happy and living their no, lives. No, but Lindsay, 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 no, 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 no. But here's the thing: Da Vinci Code. That's the whole thing about it is like unravel the code. So you're just doing what the marketing was telling you to do. It's not like you were like watching or it's not like you were reading just like any old book and being like, yes, I could write this better. You know, Mm -hmm. it was it was a book that's like the unbreakable code of the Da Vinci Code. Only geniuses can do it. So it's like, okay, I guess I'll. (laughs) So you're like, okay, I'll do the assignment. I'll try and solve the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. It's just other people don't do that. Yeah. I mean, there's different types, you know. Mm-hmm. different types of minds yeah different people like different things i i feel like i am very investigative so anything that like if there's any kind of mystery i'm like oh i want to solve it you know mm-hmm. and i feel like you're like that like yeah whenever we read any of these books we're always like okay who's the killer who's this and i mean this is more nowadays than when you were reading the da vinci code i'm sure but like i can't help it but anytime I read or see a mystery, because we've read so many mysteries, right? Yeah. Hundreds. Too many. Too many. I'm immediately like, okay, well, it's not that person. I see what this person's, tr- I see what this author yeah. or person's trying to do. Picking everything apart. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, it's not them. It's not them. It's probably this person. Um, and so I really, really, really respect when a show either A, s- like accurately and succinctly and like skillfully can trick me or B, even if it's, even if I can call it, the ride is enjoyable anyway. Mm-hmm. So like Mare of Easttown, I felt like I- I did not guess it. I did not guess that the, that it was who it was mm-hmm. until probably like, I think the episode that we learn it, I was like, I was suspecting that person. But- up yes, until then, yeah. I was like, uh, who knows? Who is it? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I think like that show really, really like skillfully had enough clues that you'd be like, okay, interesting. And you can see where all of the y- pieces of yarn go. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if a show does it, and, and, and even if I can tell it, I still really enjoy the show. But um, I just have learned that there are a lot of really bad mysteries out there. <laughs> really sloppy fucking it's really fucking hard it's really really hard hard. it's really really hard i don't i don't know that i could do it i have not tried and i think it's easier to do a mystery on the screen than in a book because you can put something on the screen or put something in an actor's performance or whatever that someone could miss but like in a book 
everything is being read. So, you know, yeah. like they're You're absorbing it on like yeah. a much more slow and intentional. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I'm read like there unless you're skimming really hard, you you <laughs> have to everything that you learn from the book you are reading as opposed to there's like a million different sources for like a show or TV or movie. Yep, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, speaking of really good mysteries, I just have to give a shout out to a game that I think is really fucking good, and you guys should check it out if you like playing games. Um, Inscription on. I think it's only on PC, unfortunately. Re- check it out. If you play games and if you like kind of like unfolding a mystery, but also like a deck builder card game and also roguelike, like I think it does things with gaming that like I haven't seen before and I really, really recommend it. Nice. That's just, I have to shout it out. Um, I must. I must <laughs> shout it. I do. I do. Because it's 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 really good. Um, but, oh, also... the. <sighs> This book does the thing that you and I have complained about where she tries to tell the cops and they're like, <laughs> the fact look, little like, missy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you let us do our jobs and we'll let you do your job. They think it's like a publicity stunt she's trying to arrange. And I will say. After Juicy Smollett. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't what I was going to say, but <laughs> fair point. Mm-hmm. I will say. When they're like, okay, so where's where's the message? Play the message yeah. for us. And she's like, oh, I deleted the message. Okay. Oh, and I also wiped off the paint from my window. Oh, and I also like can't find the bookmark and like absolutely none of this. I have evidence on, on, on all of these things that were things that were done. I have gotten rid of all of it. Yeah. I would be kind of like, did you want us to be able to look into this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would have been like, well, then why the fuck? Why are we Are we okay, here? Okay, then, like, give us a call. I will say it's uncalled for to accuse her of doing a publicity stunt, but it is fair that they're like, okay, well, I guess call us if it happens again and please save the evidence. Yeah. Time. Yeah. So, you know, fair. Yeah. In that I actually regard. thought but that they are really dismissive. Yes, and and the one cop is like kind of a douche where he's just like, oh yeah, and he I like you asks her parents to leave the room for that part ew, too, which is ew, so I do shitty. not like that. Really creepy. Yeah, you never yeah. ask parents to leave the room ever. No, unless you're gonna be like, okay, like you can tell me, like, did like you in have, like, a, are you having sex with this person? Are you doing drugs? You're not right, in trouble right, for right. it. Like, I won't tell your parents. We just need it for the investigation. Unless it's unless you're being cool, right. you're doing it for cool reasons. Yeah, to like you protect don't ask the kid. The to leave the room. Well, and you need that information. But this yeah. is more like no. This like, is we just, just want to embarrass her. Yeah, I just want to really belittle you and make you feel terrible. Yeah. Well, then guess what, dog? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Guess what, dog? Fuck off. Fuck up. Fuck right off. Um, so Christina's like, cha- so she's like terrorized throughout the filming. Oh, this part, I got so mad, especially, you know what? Because we were, <laughs> we're, look, a lot of stuff's happening right now. We're coming off of the whole like rust situation. Mm-hmm. When nobody bothers to check to see if the coffin that she's going to be locked in has breathing holes. <sighs> I believed that. I did believe it. I Mm -hmm. did believe it and I was furious. Yeah. Yeah, that would absolutely happen. Yep. That's fucked up. Yep. And someone needed to have 
Well, the problem is it was John who was asked to do it. And it turns out John is trying to kill her. That's true. Or at least scare her away and then eventually turns to wanting to kill her. Like his motives are unclear. Very. It's just like you broke up with me. I want to. And they talk about how his motives are kind of unclear. Yeah. It's like, well, like may it, I apparently when we broke up, he was more hurt than I realized. And also like, yeah, maybe he thought that if I got fired, Beryl would for some reason take my place. But probably it's mostly just the breakup. I did also actually, you know, what was uh, to this book's credit, one of the more skillful ways to like mislead John being the killer or his motive at least was um, when Beryl was like, you broke his fucking heart. You are a bitch. Like, you know, like when she was saying mm-hmm. like, you dumped my brother and she's just like, okay, Beryl, like <laughs> whatever. But he probably told Beryl that, you know, like he probably yeah, was it like, turns out, yeah. Yeah. So that actually in retrospect, that was cool. Mm-hmm. That um, did give it away. Yeah. It's just that we had only ever seen John be fine yeah. with her. Yeah. And have a good like very good boundaries, like which very is, fine and normal. Which like, yeah, people are hiding how they really feel. So I believe that. It was just that one scene where he was like eavesdropping on Beryl that I didn't believe. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, he corners her. But then guess what? Steve. Oh, that's right. Steve squibs himself. So he like pretends to get shot. Uh, so that he, this is the other thing. I thought that he was going to, like, something was going to pay off about about John thinking that the gun was real, but it didn't really. Yeah, it was just did. what Wait, what, what? You know, happened. Well, he shot Steve. Yeah, but I mean, after that, like, like he quote shot Steve, and that like made him because he didn't know at the time when he was like fake shooting that. Mm-hmm. It was real. And then so like the thing that made him think it was real was him shooting Steve, which like then the squibs go off and Steve pretend dies. Mm -hmm. I just thought like that someone else would get the gun away from him and then make him think that he was going to get shot. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, it was not enough of a payoff. It's like, well, why did he need to think that the gun was real? Right. right, Exactly. Like payoff for the gun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, but instead okay, they were just so like, oh, he, he fell. It, well, it was like, oh, my plan was to make him think that he took me out so that then I could attack him. But unfortunately, um, I really sold my performance about falling and dying and knocked myself unconscious. Yeah. Because then he knocks idiot. himself unconscious like an idiot. <laughs> you stupid idiot. And then the way that John, oh, right. Because John, no, John does die. Oh, John dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he because falls off balcony of gives way. the balcony. So that's the other thing, right? Is that like he, if maybe, right? Like if she had had the, got the gun away from him and was like, um, like pointing it at him and then he like gets scared and like walks off the balcony backwards or something mm-hmm. or like backs up onto the balcony and then it breaks and then he falls to his death. It just, I, I just felt like that gun, again, I'm nitpicking, but I, I would have liked to see the gun matter more. Yeah, I completely agree. It's like Steve. There was no real right. He could have pretended to, to fall and die. His death that yeah. dramatically. Exactly. Exactly. It was more like, like you what know do what? You think you accomplished here? That's what it was. It was a fake out to us, yeah. the audience. 
when if you are going to do a fake out to us, the audience, it also needs to matter narratively. Yeah, but it like didn't. It didn't at all. <laughs> he was he, just because he gets knocked unconscious. And so he does get taken out. Yeah. So he is taken out for the fight. So it's just her and him. So it's actually, it's sort of like a spiritual sister to the John eavesdropping on Beryl thing where it's like, okay, but that that means something. Yeah. And you didn't follow through. Yeah. Because you just set it up to try to trick us, but not, it didn't have a clever payoff. You were just lying. he could have. Just literally done the second part, which is fall yeah. and like have a thing fall on him. Yeah, the gun part didn't need to happen. He could have just fallen and still been. Yeah, and then, and then we been still like, think oh, that like I was knocked out. And, yeah, and Christina's gonna get chased by John Moore. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. But uh, no worries, he falls to his death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then don't worry, Steve and Christina definitely end up together. <laughs> they one hundred thousand percent end up together. Yeah, because. W- did we even talk about how the police find Steve's locker full of photos and fully think have like a Steve manhunt? Oh, yeah. And that's she's why she's still yes. talking to him. Yeah, because we mentioned it because that's yeah. where he's like hiding in her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Her thing. And he's like on the lamb for a while. <laughs> and she. Oh, that's right. And then he shows up at her house, which is another yeah, stalker like move. Curled up on a on a tree branch going, help. And she's like come on in but it's like girl no this man stalked you for all you know he is the killer and he's now on your at your home it's it's tricky because like no it wasn't him but like you still should you don't know that exactly she's just lucky that she was right is that it's like oh she feels it i know i know i know and isn't that special and aren't they meant for each other it's very the way that this fucking ends okay so <laughs> she smiled up at him sweetly. Next time you decide to rescue me, please don't wait until I'm hanging by my fingertips five floors above a stone patio. Next time, he teased. Think you'll run into some more crazed fans? I hope not, but if I do, will you be around? Definitely, he promised, squeezing her tightly. Not only that, I'll be your personal exercise trainer. I hear every star has one these days. I'll whip you into shape. His cheeks flushed. I mean, well, even better shape than you're in. Christina grinned, feeling like the luckiest girl in the world. She dared to dream and, t- and take on tough challenges. Now she had her career, a loyal friend, and a great guy. What more could a girl ask for? The end. That ending is so funny. The take on tough challenges line is so funny to me. It's so I think like I edutainment. out loud. It's like tough. T- she, didn't, she got an <laughs> acting job. Yeah. Take on tough challenge. Okay. By take on tough she challenges, on do tough you mean challenges? like being the Why victim Christina of can like have it all. stalking? Yeah. <laughs> she took on tough challenges like in in so far as that she ha- was had to try to not get murdered. murdered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Wow. Challenges. What and more she, can a girl ask she for? She took them on and she faced them and she defeated the challenge and nevertheless she persisted mm, girl the future is female (laughs) um i also like to we did not get murdered you're really today's woman the 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 way that they explain like everything too is so just like info dump like at the very like literally the last three pages um 
is <laughs> just them telling Randy what happened. Yes. So she's like, so Classic while I was gone, I read all about what happened in the paper, but none of the articles really explain why John was out to get you, Chris. And then they're like, well, let's explain. Let's and she's explain so, in that, like, we, we're not really sure. Oh, and then this part, she's like, I wish we could have at least talked on the phone, but you know my dad and long distance calls. So here's all the information now. And so but it's, it's like literally dad, three pages. You almost got murdered and your dad wouldn't let you take a long distance phone call to your best friend about it. Seriously. Seriously. Come on, dad. Fucking and the, ease up. Ease up. And then, yeah. So then it's just like them each giving like a bunch of exposition and then Randy going like, you're kidding. Oh, and I thought he was so <laughs> oh, nice. And like li- all of her little comments, blowing you up seems like overkill to me. And then... The newspaper said there was a gun. Sheeple <laughs> But why did he wait until so late to go after you? And the gun? How come nobody's answering me about this fucking gun? <laughs> God, just because I'm plain doesn't mean I don't deserve answers. <laughs> I don't how deserve nobody's responding friend, to but me. I do deserve an answer on this <laughs> gun. Nobody's responding to anything I'm saying. Am I a ghost? Am I dead? Like what? What's happening here? And then she just keeps like like all she does is like respond to what they're saying. So then they give more information, and then she's she's like, "What?" <laughs> That's one thing she says. <laughs> and then and then she just stands there while the while Chris, Chris Christina and. Um, Steve kind of just like goo goo gaga at each other and she's just like and also Randy <laughs> and then that's and it. I'm Lurleen <laughs> yes <laughs> um, is that what that character's name is in those sketches and I'm Lurleen is it Denise Dur- Junice no Junice Junice du- no it's Dunice. no it's Junice is it? I always thought of it as Dunies. Maybe I, I just Junies. thought that because my sister's name is Denise. And, and I was always like. Junies. Oh, I thought it was Dunies. I think it's Junies. I mean, you're certainly on. closer than I Let's was. See. I was saying Lurleen. Uh, and, and I'm. You said Denise, which is quite close. Nope. And I'm Dunies. Uh-uh. Well, I looked up Junies and a bunch of Lawrence Welk show videos came up. Okay. Because I'm seeing talented Kristen Wiig as Dunies in SNL, The Sound of Music. Lawrence Welk show this day in national history. Who is Dunice? Dunice Morell is one of the four Morell sisters who sing on SNL's version of the Lawrence Welk show. Kristen Wiig's 12 funniest characters. So it's just other people are also hearing. Oh, yeah. It Dunice. 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 It's Dunice. D-O-O-N-E. D-O-O-N-E. Yeah. Yeah. That's very funny. And I'm Dunice. Thought she was saying Junice for the last 10 fucking years. <laughs> well, it sounds similar, though. Because, like, listen. Yes. And I'm Dunice. That could be Junice. It could be. And I'm Junice. That's like the same. Weird. I prefer Junice because that's what I thought was happening. I prefer Junice because um, I always thought it was a funny play on my sister's name and <laughs> thought it was a funny troll on her. Um, uh, that's a great sketch. I was thinking about that sketch recently. It's a very it's funny so sketch. It's simple and funny and weird. Yeah, it's so... I always like those like very simple but very strange uh, sketches. I always mm-hmm. liked those ones. Ah, well. Um, but yeah, that is fan mail. So I guess mm-hmm. the moral of the story is um, if someone's stalking you, 
Give them a that chance. Just means, they just, that just means they really love you. If someone's stalking you, use them to help find your murderer. <laughs> exactly. If someone's stalking you, then they're the best kind of bodyguard because they're already by you all the time. All the time. And the thing they care about the most is you. Mm-hmm. So they don't even have to, you know what I mean? It's like, don't get someone that it's just a job. Yeah. Get someone that's passionate passion. about it. And yep, that's yep, yep. your stalker. Because if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Oh my Which God. Which is yeah. a lie. If you're, it's if you do what you love, then what you love becomes work. That's, yeah. Well, that's then you're working every day be. of your fucking life. Yep. Um, if, oh my God, if you are a stalker and you become a bodyguard, then you get to stalk them all the time. Like that is the best hey, if you're a sto- job. If you're, if you're a, a stalker. stalker personality, <laughs> shift the paradigm and make yeah. it your career. Yeah, look, if you take the Enneagrams test and your Enneagram is stalker, <laughs> then you should do the career of bodyguard. Um, bodyguard. Or PI. And or just PI. say that somebody's investigating them. Mm-hmm. But then you mm-hmm. don't make money. Be the bodyguard. Be the bodyguard. And Although they might not necessarily need a bodyguard. Okay, so this is what you do. You stage a near-death experience for this person. Okay, mm-hmm. the person that you want to stalk professionally, mm-hmm. um, and then you come in. Oh my yeah. god! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just stopped this wave from hitting you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Wave? Know. <laughs> oh my god! The ocean just tried to kill you, girl. Yeah. So I can also help you on land. So do two. Do one in the water, and then do one on land. So <laughs> you do the wave thing first and you're like oh my god this wave almost hit you i protected you and then you do one like i don't know what's a what's a land thing that you could protect someone from a fjord great so you <laughs> the you road go to the fjord fjord right so I, I think what you need to do is like <laughs> incorporate water in every uh instance of 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 your protection of this person because water is life um mm. And then you protect them and then and then you say like, wouldn't you love if I could protect you all the time? Here's my card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. And then while they're thinking about it, because they're gonna be like, I need to think about it, you need to also stage another near-death experience. Or it's just like for them. Put out your services as a bodyguard and do the mental work involved to become obsessed with your client. Oh, sure. Okay. Right, right. So, so like one way or the other. So like chicken before the egg in a way okay so you start working for this client what you need to do okay you know that thing where you stare into someone's eyes for four minutes and then you ask them like what's your relationship like with your mom and then that's supposed to make you fall in love right 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 those questions so do that yeah do those questions with them with them you can become obsessed so you become obsessed and then (laughs) (laughs) that is obsessed and deranged just by the way be obsessed with your client yes if you can't be with the client you're obsessed with. Be obsessed mm-hmm. with the client you're with. And then you have to test yourself, right? You have to be like, am I obsessed with this person? So you need to put them in peril. Mm-hmm. And then do you automatically try to jump in the way? You've got of to do the, drills. So you have to do drills. Mm-hmm. Take them. You're going to have to go back to the beach and get mm-hmm. them in front of a wave. Yeah. <laughs> See? Practice. Do I jump in front of the wave for them? And then go to the fjord. <laughs> top of your field. Top of your field. And again, I mean, I know that you've heard about our 12 tapes for acting. We also, this is, we have a, a 12 tape set as well for, for, for bodyguard 
success. Mm-hmm. Bodyguard uh, so success. So check that out. One obsenge. Obsengen at a time. One obsengen at a time. Yep. One obsen- One obsengen at a time. Yep. And that was fan mail. And that was fan I mail. I recommend fan mail. I do recommend and fan thank mail. Thank you again to the listener who sent it to us. It yes. was a good read. It was a good read. Beautiful cover as well. Yeah, very fun. Um, and, and thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon. If you would also like to support us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash teencreeps where we've got a lot of extra content for those who donate. A uh, special shout out to our Patreon producers who give it the $15 level because they're crazy generous. Thank who you. Who giveth. Giveth at the 15th dollar <laughs> level. <laughs> Thank you to Aaron Fernandez. <laughs> Adam Hallwitz. <laughs> Amanda Nangle. Amy T. Dwyer. Ashley Fritz. Brian Petty II. Claire Moore. Cody McPhail. Danielle Lamada. Danny B. Drew W. Emma. Aaron B. Gabriel Santiago. Jenna Fernandez. Gwendolyn Ludwig. Jeremy Krong. Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicet. <laughs> Jessica Smith Harper. Jessica Yu. Jonathan Venable. Karen Lewis. Kat Miller. Katie Lily. <laughs> Katie Osner. Keith Anderson. Kelly Burns. Julia Keth. Christina. Andrew Desmond. Mary Gwynn. Laura Hooper. Luke Bartek. Mandalay Walschleg. <laughs> Max B. Megan Lothier. Mel Leos. Melody. Micah Yunus. Miguel Camacho. Miranda Hester. Molly G. Molly Marks. North Fargo. Rachel Bethard. Randy Clip. Rebecca Goff. Ro Kalehua. Thersha Descaro. Sarah Wallen. Sasha Gibson. Phil VT. Tristan Buckner. Victoria Beck. Victoria Gray. And Victoria Valdez. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> we can't always it. do a fun bit for... No. For the thank yous, but sometimes... It's good to do a fun bit. We can't all sound sound like the Mad Hatter for no reason. <laughs> the Mad Hatter slash the Count from Sesame <laughs> Street. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a little mix. Yeah. It's like they hung out together for like the weekend. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We really appreciate you. Um, please get vaccinated, get boosted, stay safe out there, and keep it creepy. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.